Welcome back. I'm Arlene Bynan, and we can see the moving of uh, so many businesses. They would like to welcome tourists. And there was a great hue and cry on getting the airports moving. Well, now we have some Niagara mayors are asking for the prime minister to drop the Arrive Can app. They believe it's stopping tourism. We're joined by Mayor Jim Diodati. Good evening, Mayor. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. All right. How how would dropping this app help tourism in Niagara Falls? Well, just to set the stage, Arlene, Niagara Falls is the number one leisure destination in Canada. We get 14 million people here a year. And typically, 50% of the revenue comes from the USA. We are coming off of two devastating seasons where tourism has been shut right down. And locally, 40,000 people count on tourism to feed their families. So it's been devastating for us. We're finally coming out of this. We're looking forward to the opportunity for tourism to return. And I have to say, by and large, domestic tourism has come back. The weekends are strong. We're soft during the week. And this is our big recovery year. We're trying to replenish people's savings and their credit that they dug into over the last two years. And having the border essentially closed to U.S. travel, and I'll tell you what I mean by that. After 9-11, you had to have a passport to get into Canada, and that was terrible for tourism because most Americans, in fact, 95% did not have passports at that Mm -hmm. time. Now half, more than half, have them. Now the next requirement is the uploading of the ArriveCan app. Well, most Americans do not follow what's happening in Ottawa, and they have no idea that they have to do this when they show up at the border. So imagine this, the minivan shows up, at the border, they've got the full family and they've got their passports, they're ready to go and they're told, where's your ArriveCan app information? And they don't know what they're talking about. They don't have roaming, they don't have Wi-Fi, they don't know what to do. They're nervous and they're panicking. The lineup's building behind them and they go home and they tell their friends and their family, Canada is closed. They don't want Americans visiting. And that's exactly the message that's going out. The Americans are not coming back. And our concern is They will bypass Canada for greener pastures. And once they get in the habit of doing that, it's going to take a long time to get that customer back. So we're asking the federal government, we stood side by side with you. We agreed with having the Arrive Can app in the beginning because they're trying to keep COVID out. And we always said we'd follow the science. Well, now the science experts are telling us it should be gone. Doctors Zane Chagla and Isaac Boga, people like that are saying it serves no purpose any longer. And we're saying, so you have, please yeah. remove it. So you have a, a pretty good case here. When did you think that it was going to cause a problem? Because we've had, it, it's been a, a strange tourist season because we knew it was coming. We knew the businesses, this was do or die. They were just chomping at the bit to get going. And we knew that there were lingering restrictions. When did you put your mind to this? Well, we started as soon as things started to open up and you could see the ground was shifting. And you could see where things were going and you could see the worst was behind us. And we knew what was at stake was a $105 billion tourism industry in Canada. And here in our tourism situation, we call it the 100 days of summer. And it's Mm -hmm. essentially the days mostly between July 1st and Labor Day, where we make 80% of our revenue. And it has to last us the rest of the year through the shoulder season, the winter season. And any time we get close to it, we get nervous. And the other part of it is once we are officially open, and when I say open, I mean, we've removed the silly 
RiveCan app. Once we're open, we need to market that to the U.S. destination. We need to let them know. We need to pay our marketing people to get the word out. We're running out of runway. So we're getting nervous as we get closer to July 1st. Every day that goes by is a, is a missed opportunity. So right now, we feel like our hands are tied behind our backs, and we're asking the federal government, do the right thing and remove this extra layer of red tape that does not serve any purpose. It doesn't make us any safer. It's just killing the industry. I call it a man-made disaster right here in Canada. Yeah, but you did say it worked and it was needed in the beginning because people were nervous and they had to do something about the border. Let me ask you, though, you said that the tourists is co- are, are coming back. Are the Americans starting to come back or is, is this the last piece of the puzzle? Are you noticing that Americans are not coming as much? Oh, there's no question. It's a trickle. And at this point, it should be a free flow. As a matter mm-hmm. of fact, Nick Walenda was here uh, yesterday. We're celebrating the 10-year anniversary of his historic walk Ah, across the falls. And he said to me, you know, it's easier to get to Canada on a a wire than it is to cross one of your borders. (laughs) That's how bad it is. Matter of fact, in Mayor Bradley in Sarnia said, you know, Mm -hmm. when the horse is dead, you need to dismount. And our message is it's time now. It's like a cast. If you break your arm, you wear a cast for a number of weeks. And then there's a point when you take the cast off because it no longer serves a purpose. And that's the way I look at the Arrive Can app. It had a very important purpose early on. Now it's the opposite. It's not even diminishing returns. It's killing us and it's choking the tourism industry. What are you hearing? Uh, There's a quote here that your response was, we'll do it in time. We know that that restrictions had been moved in the airports after a lot of pushback and a lot of chaos are you confident that in time means in a very short time? Well, their time and our time are very different. We live in <laughs> real time. And anyone who's been in business for themselves, I've been in business 25 years before I was mayor, I understand you need to move fast and your customer will not wait. They will move on and get taken care of elsewhere. And I've met with the federal public safety minister and tourism ministers. We've had discussions around this. And I said, you know, Obviously, someone's in love with this app in Ottawa. I don't know who and I don't know why. And if you're so that in love with it, keep it for the airports, but get rid of it for the land border crossings. That's how the majority of Canadians come to Canada. We have four land border crossings in Niagara, and typically around 10 million cars and trucks cross those four border crossings. And we're saying, can you please just remove it at least for the land border crossings and then gauge it from there? But it's obvious by the media reports the airports are a disaster too. And they, mm-hmm. they keep justifying it, saying it's all about your safety. And we know that's not the case. And that's what's frustrating us. And then they say, well, we've got good compliance. And we found out now from CBSA, that's more misleading numbers. It's, it's, they've got high compliance after CBSA helps people fill out the forms and do the paperwork. It's more like 60 to 70%. And even that's inflated because most Americans simply aren't coming. They're not coming because they believe we're closed. You know, I know Niagara Falls, as I told you, I worked there. One of my first broadcast jobs was in Niagara Falls. And there is a special relationship between America and the town of Niagara Falls, the city of Niagara Falls. I mean, it's almost one and the same, really, isn't it? You know, you're exactly right, Arlene. We call it one city divided by a border. Mm. And our economies are fully integrated I mean, I grew up here. I've got family and friends on both sides of the border. You jump across in the same way anyone would shoot across town wherever they live. 
Maybe you go pick up some groceries, go for dinner, go visit some family or friends. And you're exactly right. And, and also, I have to tell you another part that's really frustrating. Forget the tourism. Let's just talk about people who live here. I've had so many phone calls from senior citizens who are deeply offended. And many of them feel that it's, it's discriminating against them. I had this one gentleman. He stands out that I spoke to, 87 years old. And he said to me, you know, all these years I've been crossing this border. He goes, I'm a proud Canadian. I'm happy to show my passport. I'm happy to show my vaccination status, even my booster status. He said, but I'm offended that I have to be digitally tuned in to know how to work this Arrive Can app. I have a flip phone. He said, I have no idea how to do this. And their answer to him was, get your grandkids to help you. He said, I'm so offended that they would force this on me. There's no justification for it. So what we're asking them is it's disruptive of people who live here. It's disruptive of our number one industry. It doesn't serve any purpose. It doesn't keep us any safer. It's like pushing rope uphill. It's not working. Please, it's time to dismount. The horse is dead. All right. I love horses, so I'm sorry it's deceased. <laughs> uh, Mayor Jim Diodati, Niagara Falls. Thank you. Good luck with this and good luck to all the fine people there. We appreciate it. Thanks, Arlene. Appreciate an opportunity to share this with all your listeners. All right. We're going to take a break. And then On Point continues. I'm Arlene Bynan.